0: Doctrine and Devotions' fourth annual conference is going down September 18th and 19th this year in Geneva, Illinois. Our theme for the two-day conference is Covenant Theology, God's Promises for God's People. Stay tuned for more details. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois.
1: And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. It was a week ago today. When I sprayed
0: myself, spritzed myself mm. with that awful cologne that was in your bag. Amazing cologne. I couldn't get it off me for two days. You're welcome. It was you, toxic. Well,
1: you need a shower. It, I did. Apparently not. I did. You obviously I did, did I not rinsed. shower. I rinsed. You didn't shower? Yeah. It's a shower. Get in the shower rinse. Like, and you took the loofah and the no, soap? No. No, no, you just, that's not an
0: everyday thing. You just get in the shower rinse. That is, that is gross. What are you talking about? That's gross. No man, you need you need all your your essential oils and all that stuff, man. It's good for you. Huh. Yeah, rinse, you,
1: you, you wash your hands, wash your face. Oh, you don't feel like like clammy? No, I'm nothing not gonna, like that. No, huh. but I'm telling you, it, no, I shower. Um, the uh, the cologne is so bad, dude. Dude, that it cologne's was, great. I'm gonna spray some rough. on you. It was rough. I the, have one called Euphoric. You want that one? No, I do not. I do not want it.
0: Um, I got I will another. Never look in your bag again. Why? Because uh, I'm still traumatized by the burrito. Well, all right. And uh, you need to relax there. That is weird and gross. It's not weird. How we is that weird? Like, my dad knew what. My dad, this guy used to work for my dad.
1: Mm-hmm. And he would go
0: to McDonald's. And this was, this was back in the 80s, right? They had these work trucks for my dad's company, no air. He's like, I don't, my company doesn't have air in the trucks because I don't want them hanging out in their trucks. I want them to get out there and work. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, no air in the trucks. Mm. This guy would get or two. Or he's just cheap. But yeah, no, 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 because he, he'll spend the money. He just he knows people. So anyways, this guy would get two Big Macs. He would eat one and put one under his car seat. And
1: Ooh. then he
0: would eat that thing because it would stay hot in the,
1: <laughs> the van all day. You're that guy. I am not that, guy. that guy. I am not you that guy. You keep burritos in your bag. By the
0: way, for those of you coming to the conference on Covenant Theology, you ought to bring Jimmy a burrito. You Mm-mm. could send
1: Jimmy a burrito, ship burritos no, to Jimmy. No, 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 no. Jimmy needs his burritos. I do love my burritos, but mm-hmm. no, no. no I like the breakfast burritos. Speaking mm-hmm. of the conference, mm-hmm. so it's coming up. Mm-hmm. You were just talking about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. we're going to be doing a hangout. Doing a hangout. But now- We always do a couple hangouts. We always do a, yeah. Kind of limited. Yeah, we we at first we was always uh, at Lavita, but then we could go to the cigar shop. And we got feedback that some people didn't enjoy that. And it kind of yeah, people that aren't into cigars, are not into like cigars. That. So yeah. it's like, yeah. So, uh but now with COVID and everything, mm-hmm. um there's no way we're going to pack 80 to 100 people inside La Vida. Yeah. They ain't going to let it happen.
0: And we had over 300 for the last couple of conferences, and we get over 100 people at one of these gatherings. Yeah, it's yeah. too much for a COVID place. So
1: now this time, what's going to change for those that have been there before? We're not going to do the hangout on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it Friday night because yeah. then we figured some people you know, might want to leave Saturday night to get back home. Yep. And so we want them to be able to enjoy that hangout. That, that was some of the feedback we received.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And some people don't want to be in La Vida yeah, because-
0: breathing you're just
1: it's so hot and it's jam-packed so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna go to my factory yeah because i've already got like a tent outside mm-hmm. a bunch of tables mm-hmm. uh it's just because people like you know i like eating outside for lunch mm-hmm. and so and dinner and dinner yeah, <laughs> yeah. Breakfast. brunch i any chance i get mm-hmm. i'm eating outside yeah um so yeah so we're gonna have this hangout Well, how have, many people can we have there as many as we want. Oh yeah. As many as we what want. If everybody who registers wants to go. Fine, no problem. No no issue whatsoever. Yeah. Enough parking? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plenty yeah. of parking. Plenty mm-hmm. of parking. Still going to have cigars in there Yeah, okay. Yeah, we ordered uh some more of those like uh uh ashtray things mm-hmm. like for you know, where you can just put it in there and it it, it yeah, you those cigars dispose of in that thing. Though. Yeah, yeah, but we got the ones with the bigger ones that oh, go down nice. to see. You know what you're doing. I know what we're That's doing. That's why you
0: run the business. And so yeah. we got
1: a number of those. We got a bunch of uh, lunch tables, bunch of tables. Who's going to clean up after them? Uh, well, I'm hoping people are smart enough to pick up their own stuff right, and, and right. put it away. So we'll see who's
0: going to clean up though? Steve, that makes Steve McCoy do Steve.
1: it. Steve, there's gonna be I'm gonna have a few people there helping out. Uh, but yeah, no. So we'll have uh, trash cans, everything, bathrooms right there. You know, anyone uh, pour can, the potty outside bathroom. No, no, no. Go in, into door plumbing. In, door, yeah. You go, go in the, the holy place. You cannot take photos. Not the holy of holies. Though. You, you can just in the holy place. No, no, no. Okay. Well, which was the holy? No, you cannot go into the packaging rooms. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So. Okay. So, uh, but anyway, so anyone can come, hang out there, oh, have plenty of seating, care. outdoor, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm gonna have a tornado. So we people can bring alcohol, can have alcohol there, have cigars there, because uh, we're going to be out in the parking lot mm-hmm. and it's kind of secluded. So yeah. we don't have to deal with, like you know, we don't want neighbors. I was thinking about my house, but I know my, you know, my, I don't it's, want a, lot it's a lot of people at it's a lot of people, and then uh, I'm working. I'm I, live band. No, but I am working on, on a food truck that's gonna be on hand. Oh yes, I do know about this. That will be serving up food mm-hmm. and good food too. Really Not, good like, food. Yeah, good like good food. And though, you know, hey, whatever you want to give, just tip the guy. hmm Oh yeah. Yeah. That yeah. I'm excited Treat for it. Treat this guy right. Treat him right. Guy. He's a really, really good oh, guy. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be awesome. I'm really excited for it. We're this. gonna have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a lot yeah, hey, of COVID. Fun. Thanks for the curveball. Mm. Still gonna crush it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. So anything. make sure you go sign up because we're gonna have fun. All right, Jimmy. Let's answer some emails. Let's do it. Another mailbag episode. All right. All right. We got an email from Brian with a Y.
0: Mm. Can you trust him? You know. uh Let's see. Does it say where he's from? No. Okay. No. Well, I'll trust him for now. All right. Says, uh, hey, been listening to you guys for a while now. Absolutely love the podcast. Thanks, Brian, with a Y. Looking forward to catching up on all the episodes I've missed due to the crazy and busy 2020. My question for a possible future mailbag episode. Or this
1: mailbag episode. This is the one,
0: bro. My introduction to Reformed Theology, like many people, was John Piper. I'm curious. What are your thoughts on Christian hedonism? Do you think it is a helpful or unhelpful way of going about living a life for God's glory?
1: Brian. Mm. So, Joe, for Steve McCoy that's listening to us right now. Yes, he won't know what this is. Can you help him understand Christian hedonism? In 1994, when I went to my
0: girlfriend, she's not my wife, my girlfriend's house in Germany, her father was a pastor. He had passed away. And I was looking at his books because that's what theology guys do. Like, let's measure up her dad. And he had a bunch of good books, all kinds of books, books you would expect pastors to have. Mm -hmm. I see this one on there and it says, Reflections of a Christian Hedonism, Desiring God, Reflections of a Christian Hedonist. And I was like, "This is the dumbest, stupidest title." Like, Hedonism <laughs> is a philosophy that says the pursuit of pleasure is what's supposed to. And so, I got the book and I read it on their little balcony, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is good stuff." Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, <laughs> he's uh, dealing with some reform stuff. Here. This Piper guy, you know, he seems to know what he's talking he about. Ain't no dummy. My goodness, who is he? So. So yes, it,
0: I think in general, I think uh, reading a John, you read one John Piper book, he would say this. You read one, read one. You read them all. He tends to hit this one note, right? Um, mm-hmm. that God mm-hmm. is most glorified
1: in us. Uh, well. When we are most satisfied in Him, there it is. There it is. Wow! They're satisfied in Him. Very good. And I'm not wow. a Piper fanatic like you are. I don't wow. have him tattooed wow. on my. First of all, he's not
0: tattooed on me. You, you have a pinup depiction of John Piper on your thigh. Everybody sees <laughs> <Why>? it. It's, <laughs> it's it. the why old do you, school
1: pinup style. Why do you? John Piper. Why do you make it's things okay. up like
0: that? I'm not. I'm just telling. Listen, truth out. So, um. So yeah, he's talking about you know basically he's riffing on the first question of the Westminster Shorter Catechism, right? What is man's chief end? Man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. He tweaks that to say to glorify God by enjoying Him forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the biggest fan of that particular tweak, mm. but in general, I think what he says is good. this. Piper guy does not know what he's talking about. I don't think that. I don't think that. <laughs> but I do think that Piper is offering one perspective of the Christian life. And there are other biblical perspectives that you have to take into account. Um, Because if you're going to say like, well, there is an aspect of the hedonic philosophy that applies, you could also say um, there are aspects of a stoic philosophy that applies. So for example... You know, in Christian hedonism, the emphasis is on delighting in God and the pleasures of God. Mm-hmm. And if you are most satisfied and finding your joy in Him, that will result in the work that should follow. But I find less of an emphasis in Piper's writing on the striving, the working, the fighting, the killing, the putting to death, all of those things. Yeah. And so. Uh, if all you're reading is Piper that's no good and that's always a rule if all you're reading is Sproul Mm. that's no good Mm. though it's probably better honestly than just reading Piper because he covers more in terms of of his breadth so um, yes I I, personally I think reading some Piper is good for you I prefer uh, the pleasures of God to desiring God I just think that's a a more important book for people to read as a general rule Mm -hmm. um, in my experience but both are good and um, he's written a lot but those two books in particular are worth your time uh, but in terms of what motivates the Christian I think it's better to say we pursue the glory of God and we do that through faith and repentance and that then is unpacked in a multiplicity of ways uh, and the pleasure of God is a thread that runs through that mm-hmm. entirely so um, I don't like boiling all of it down to one thing, besides the glory yeah, yeah. of God. But yeah, good stuff. I like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, I I, I did find it helpful uh, as a young believer, um, having grown up Roman Catholic and was confused on um, what it meant to live as as a believer. What it meant to, what does it mean to glorify God, right? Yeah. What does it mean to seek after Him, and and really, what it meant to like enjoy life? Because mm-hmm. you know, I, I became a Christian and uh struggled because at at first there was like there was no sanctification mm-hmm. at, in the in the in the spot in the place that I was in right um the denomination not denomination the church that I was in just didn't really emphasize sanctification um and like even you know theological growth was seen as uh, oh that's just head knowledge mm-hmm. that's just head knowledge um and then like swinging the other way uh being introduced by uh with baptists that were Um, there was just lack of joy, right? Lack of joy, just very stoic. Um, and then reading someone like Piper that was like, well, no, like you can find joy in, in God himself, right? Right. And seek after him, uh, and, and want and desire him more. And I think for me as a young believer, that was extremely helpful. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the highest form of pleasure. You know, it's, um,
0: it's it it is not a lesser pleasure, yeah. and it doesn't. And I think that's, what, that's other where that persons.
1: sanctification comes from, mm-hmm. and part of it too, right? As you're talking about, was you know, like when you when you aspire after that ultimate pleasure, all the other ones are dull. Yeah. Or and I would say, see, I would say that they they may be
0: seen as dull. Um, they are shown to be dull in comparison when they are taken away from us. Uh, I like to think of the otherworldly pleasures as gifts from God as well. Mm -hmm. And so I think they find their proper place. So in in comparison, they're dull, but they're still gifts to be rejoiced in. By the way, uh, I think the better book on this issue would be The Pleasantness of a Religious Life, Open and Proved by Matthew Henry, written Mm. a few hundred years before Piper. That's the book, The Pleasantness of a Religious Life. It's short, it's sweet, and it is on point. What else we got, Jimmy?
1: Ooh. Well, here we have an email from a Matt Valdez. Okay. Greetings, fellas. (laughs) Just kidding. I meant, hi, guys. Hey. Hey. I'm sure I'm not the only person asking this question, but due to the coronavirus, am I sinning by keeping my family from the regular Fellowship of Saints each week? Admittedly, I haven't kept up on recent podcasts, so you may have answered this already, I have a big family, seven kids, and one on the way. Wow. Congratulations. And find another hobby. What's up, Playboy? And we live in northeastern Nevada in a county with a fairly high number of COVID positive cases. I realize this is a hugely unpopular issue, but I'm struggling with this whole thing. I could go on by using MacArthur's recent decisions and Hebrews 10 as context, but you guys undoubtedly get where I'm coming from. Yeah, you hate the church. Go ahead. I should say that we miss gathering and worshiping with our church family, and I have sought counsel from our pastor about staying away temporarily. I just want my family safe, and I want to continue going to work to take of normal needs, take care of normal needs. Any symptoms are immediate grounds for testing and a minimum of two weeks quarantining. I'm a truck driver, so I can't work from home. Thanks, and God bless. All right. Good question, Matt. Mm.
0: Well... uh I think the fundamental issue here for you personally is that um, you are not forsaking the assembly; uh, you are seeking to protect your family. You have to listen to your conscience here, and I, I see. For me, there is a difference between people blowing off church, yeah, because they don't want to go, and using this as an excuse for it, right? And then other people saying, I desperately want to be with the people of God. I know that I need the means of grace and I need to be under the preaching of God's word. I need to have the, the fellowship of the saints. I need that stuff. But I am hindered from going because yeah, of yeah. a dangerous predicament that we're in. And if that's where your conscience is at, I don't think you're sinning. I think uh, do your thing. Um, do you know. what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, because it is his thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, so do what you're going to yeah, do. Okay, yeah.
0: Um, but you could say a little bit better
1: do what you're gonna do that's right
0: um so yeah i don't uh, i don't have a problem uh, with that I, I i have a problem with people we, we have talked about this on other uh, episodes um i have a problem with people uh, being overly focused on what other churches are doing and then mm. casting aspersions and calling out people for not doing it the way that they're doing it. oh so, oh. you know what? anyone in mind yeah well i think that i think the two well macarthur did that um he was on his little media tour But I think that, um, you know, MacArthur's going to do things his way and his people are on board. Okay, fine. They're going to do their thing. Let them do their thing. And Mark Dever and Capitol Hill, they're going to do it differently. Let them, they're going to do their thing. And we at Redeemer Fellowship, we're going to do our thing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, listen, it's fair game. We need to be talking about these things and working it out. But a little bit of grace towards one another would be uh, wise because I don't know of any churches, I'm sure they're out there, but I'm not aware of, of any churches that are uh just completely giving up on what we're supposed to do mm-hmm. rather they're in a situation where they're not really sure what to do and they're trying to take care of their people yeah right so yeah i wouldn't worry about it look for ways to supplement uh those things as best as you can and uh and i would encourage everybody yeah you know, do reading read the real statistics don't read news reports but like read some studies, Read the, mm-hmm. get the information, get the facts, so you can actually make some wise choices on your own, follow your conscience, but above all things, really
1: seek to follow the Lord. Don't be yourself in the Lord. That's what I'm going to say. So here's another one from Zach Kergel. Kurt Kergel. That's a hard G, I bet. Kergel. Hi, guys. I'm new to your site, but like it already. Of course you do. I'm considering attending seminary. Of course you are. I want to go somewhere confessional and reformed. Obviously. Do you have any recommendations? Hmm. hmm. What do you think, Joe? There are a lot of good seminaries out there. There are some good ones. Right. And so um,
0: if you're looking to go to a confessional and reformed seminary, you've got options like um institute of Reformed baptist studies in texas yeah new seminary jim the man Renahan, a hand some ballers down there doing their thing oh uh, gee we really like those guys um you can go to Reformed theological seminary yep in orlando florida westminster yep. yep um you know there are there are others um, I, w- I was going to go to RTS. That was where I was planning on going right after college. Mm.
1: And it cost too much. No, but I saw
0: what Mueller was doing at Southern. I was a Southern Baptist, and I saw what Mueller was doing at Southern, and I saw that Tom Nettles was going mm. there. And I had already read some of his books. And um, yeah, Tom, goodness. Um, Tom, genius yes. Genius level. He's an OG. Uh,
1: Tom Nettles. Can you yeah. say Tom? Because it could be any Tom. Any time to correct
0: Say Tom Nettles.
1: Yeah, well, well, there's it's not con- some other Tom's out. There. I know, but in the context was yeah, Tom, I, just want to, I want to be clear. Tom, Tom. I feel like you've got yeah. another Tom in mind that no, you're no trying to. I'm just to... saying,
0: like just Tom and Jerry. There's a lot of Tom. I'm just saying, Tom. Right. is the man. All right. So, um, so Tom Selleck. So, t- also the man. Mm-hmm. I would have gone there if Tom Selleck. If Tom was there. Selleck was there, you yep, would have went. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The oh, Mustachio yes, I mean,
1: Bandit, I mean,
0: I mean, maybe the most handsome man on the planet, even in his 70s. Huh? Maybe he's maybe. up there, top
1: three for me. Top three
0: for you? Tom I, Selleck I, is top three. Top three for me. Oh, yeah. All right. Because the older I get, I tend to throw a couple of the older
1: guys. Clint Eastwood's not in there anymore. Not anymore? No, he no, was no. in there? Back in the day. Yeah. Who else is in your top three, Joe? It doesn't matter. You share yours. I'll share mine. Top three. You're lying. Top three. You'll share yours? I have my top three in my head, yes. Okay. I'm going to say Tom Selleck. Okay. Now, he's is he number one? No, nah, I don't have the three ranked, okay, okay. but they're in the top All three. Right, Tom Selleck.
0: I'm going to say Brad Pitt. we am going to put Pitt. Brad Pitt in there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Solid. Mm-hmm. And the last in the top three, mm-hmm. I'm going to put Bruce Willis in there. Is did- he bald? He happens to be bald,
1: yeah, is but he's that, an is older that,
0: guy. Mm-hmm. He's a good-looking, strong guy. Yeah. Uh, you see, I'm not uh, conventional like everybody else. Okay, who are you talking to okay. most handsome men?
1: We don't have time for this, Joe. Yeah, so we what are we've already talked me? about Reformed uh, Theological Seminary. So okay. are there any other suggestions you want to throw out there, yeah, IRBS? I would
0: say, uh, that was cold. Um, I would say, if you're looking at other, you don't have to go to a confessional seminary. So if your Reformed theology is already strong, if you are thoroughly confessional, then you might actually benefit from going to a place where you're going to be challenged by people coming from different perspectives. So um but in general, yeah, we like Southern Seminary. Uh, it's a good seminary, Southeastern, mm-hmm. good seminary, midwestern, midwestern yeah. of course, very good seminary. Lots of good options out there. Um, you,
1: you know, another good option is a doctrine and devotion conference. Now it might it's not seminary. But it could be. But we no it's it not be. no no why could, because Sam the, cause Sam's teaching. Cause
0: Sam Renahan is gonna be lecturing on Covenant Theology, it's basically seminary. Uh, so
1: it is you need to be going to now Joe, yeah, give us the details. I don't need to; they already know it. But I will, anyways, all right, in case go somebody ahead. knew. is In case in. someone's, yeah. All right.
0: Go ahead. So this September 18th and 19th, it's going to go down in Geneva, Illinois. This is a two-day conference on covenant theology. Sam Renahan is our keynote speaker, and Jimmy and I will be preaching as well. But don't worry; Sam's going to be doing the bulk of the, pre- the teaching, and he's going to be doing all the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a great time of of teaching of fellowship we're going to have a hangout that we've already talked about you can go over to doctrine slash conference for all of the details we've got a good number of people signing up especially in light of covid so this is shaping up to be something really special we'll hope to see you there
1: joe last question
0: oh this is
1: uh yeah timothy wanacott here we go all right hey guys Thing. Oh, I like how he starts with that. Yeah. I got two things, so track with me. He sounds like a preacher. Yo, so he goes, well, he goes, the message, like the heading, you know, the subject line, yeah. hey guys.
0: With two exclamation
1: points. Two exclamation, and, then, and then here's his message. Ready? Two thing. No S. <laughs> two thing. <laughs> two thing. I have two thing here. Two thing. <laughs> One, I saw this quote by Thomas Watson and thought it might be a cool topic of conversation. It's been very helpful for me during this time of uncertainty. And here's the quote whatever trouble in this life a child of god meets it is all the hell he will ever have good quote good quote i like that now some people are going to pick on this
0: mm. because it's like well no hell is a manifestation of god's wrath and the child of god will never experience his wrath only mm-hmm. his fatherly displeasure yes okay uh watson knows that better than you okay so chill um but the point here
1: is that uh i thought it, i i believe watson saved i don't know how he would know that better than than us, it, what, it's not know? like he's experiencing it, Joe. He does know the Lord. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. I can't believe you would think that Thomas Watson would know it better than any of us because he's experiencing it right now. You're saying he's experiencing hell. That's what you're saying. No, I'm, I'm not I'm saying, saying, that. saying you're wrong. No, for I'm that. Not saying, I'm saying I'm you're saying wrong.
0: He is a solid believer. He's a solid believer. He's one of our favorites. Um, but I think the point here is is that the miseries of sin and the consequences of sin that's what we're going to experience it's the it's as close as we're going to get to hell it's a good word so yes that would be a good topic of the conversation we're not going to do it now oh but number two his second question or oh, statement or
1: whatever it is. here we go <clears throat> my wife is pregnant yeah. and we are trying to decide on a name mm-hmm. i have suggested a few Knox, good ryle nice hercules And Athanasius. Hercules. (laughs)
0: Hercules.
1: (laughs) But she is having none of it. I wonder why. Yeah. I'm trying to convince her that a name needs a legacy anyways. What are your guys' thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts on this, Jimmy. Do you have a lot of thoughts on this? I have thoughts. Okay, good. Let's get these out.
0: First of all, the reason Athanasius is not going to work is because all little kids have a lisp and no one's going to be able to say the
1: kid's name. And then it opens I'm not its- I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even attempt I, this. I can't
0: even I can't even tell you the the bad names that they're gonna call your kid if you call him Athanasius. You gotta think through what are the nicknames because they're too offensive. I can't say it. But <laughs> I would ruin your kid if I was a kid. <laughs> I would ruin him with that name. I mean Seriously, no. bro, you can't go with Anthony Hercules. It's too funny. I know you're thinking of Hercules Collins, which is great. about mm-hmm, Baptist mm-hmm. guy. No, can't do that because everybody's going to be thinking of the Disney cartoon or Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> all right, you so can't do that. Ryle is good, but sounds like a chick name. Knox is strong, but it's becoming pretty common. So, all right, Jimmy, I'm going to say this. Oh, let me say this. I'm going to say a couple things. I'm going to say one right now. All right, you're doing it wrong. Oh. you gotta establish with your wife at the very beginning. Mm. she gets to name the girls. you get to name the boys.
1: boom, boom, that's how you do that. No, see that's how you that's how I did it. see, I think what what is helpful at least it helped me when I wanted to name my boys mm-hmm. was I had the name I wanted, yes, and then three horrible names. yes, exactly. you push those first, yep, yep that was gonna and be I, the second thing I said and then I, and then I act. I act like I really want Michelle, please we need to call this firstborn. Mm-hmm uh rufio yeah named after rufio from pan there you go yeah so everyone could just be cheering him on rufio rufio how long rufio. do you push for that oh i i'm on the long game man six months yep, yep. six months what, do you, I,
0: I do you remember what i was pushing for our fourth child the name do you remember no octavius winslow well done i was pushing hard well for octavius Winslow. Done. my wife was not having that not having that and so, I totally agree with you. That's the strategy. So, first of all, I would say, try to agree. She can pick out the girls' names, and you get to veto it um, if you don't like it bad enough. And she gets, you know, so she picks out the girl names, you can veto. You pick out the boys' names, she can veto. But this is what you do. What Jimmy's saying is, you push for Octavius Winslow really, really hard. Mm-hmm. So, when you land on Killian Atticus, when you go, okay, fine. about Killian. And they're like, so it, much
1: better. Yeah, let's just go ahead and compromise on Killian. So, what would you go with, Cohen? Cohen. Yeah, after... after Rufio. Oh yeah, I, said, yeah. I did Rufio over that one. And then you put you got to Cohen. But I, but I got to Cohen, wanted. which I want That's how you do it. That's right.
0: That's what, so some good names. What are some? What's a good strong name for a kid? What's a James? Nephilim. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. It's a biblical name. Nephilim. that's scare everybody. Yeah. Nephilim's a good name. Uh, uh, Jesus. Levi. I like hey Levi. Zeus.
1: Levi. Yeah. I like Levi. That's Levi's a good, a
0: good name. Strong name. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Asher, Bannel, Hashbaz, something like that. There's some people the, names. Man. Jehoshaphat. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: you, but you want uh, to pick up. You got to look at the first name, the last name. You got to put both of them in there. See how it works together. And you got to run through all the nicknames that people are going to call oh, your kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. You can't be. You, you can't know, play around. You, Eddie. can yeah. be Eddie Spaghetti. Yeah. it to be all kinds of things. That'd be the worst. Oh, My friend, was, they called him Special Ed. They called him Eddie Spaghetti. Mm-hmm. They called him all kinds of things that, uh, that hurt his feelings quite a bit. So you got to look at that stuff. But you know what? some good names in there but to tell you what just hit us up on social media we'll help you out with some names all
1: right well congratulations tim and matt as you guys are expecting uh, another child mm-hmm. uh, we'll be praying for you guys and yeah. for uh your spouses uh you can follow us online on instagram and twitter at doc and diva on facebook slash doctrine and devotion you can head to the website dr there you can contact us you can sign up for the email blast hit up the store joe and grab some gear fresh pot every monday and thursday blog post on wednesdays later